0: Hi everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of, uh, look, I can't even remember the name of my own podcast, this is that crazy, <laughs> Rhonda, <laughs> I can't even remember my, look, I just drew a total blank when I, uh, when I was trying to say it, but you know, welcome to Okay, I'm not going to edit this out because this is life and this is just what happens. And charge, it to my, charge it to my senior brand. <laughs> but today I have with Rachel Bonnie and some of you know her from our reselling community. And I'm just going to give her a few minutes to just kind of, you know, give a small little bio about herself and what she does
1: everyone. I'm Giovanni, or also known as Jovi Wisdom on Instagram and all of my social media platforms. I am a homeschool mom, a reseller mom, a stay-at-home mom, an author, and if I do say so myself, someone told me that I should add stylist to the list. So guess I what? Know. I did. Um, and I'm so excited to be here with you, Rhonda.
0: I know. I'm so excited to have you here on Kirby. Uh, chronicles stories of strong women and of course I do consider you a strong woman but today we're going to be really talking and diving into uh, weight loss and more specifically we'll be diving into weight loss surgery which you know that I had some years ago and of course I'm still on that weight loss journey honey because COVID did me in so I'm just trying to get back to my COVID pre-COVID weight but it never ends. It never is. It never ends. But I'm so excited. Um, you know, when you first told me that you were going to um, have weight loss surgery, I was just like, oh, my God, was the best decision that I ever made for myself. I mean, I literally saved my own life because as uh, most of you have heard me say that I, I used to weigh 464 pounds, you know, like digits away from 500. I could have been on, on that trip, my five hundred pound life. But you know, thank goodness, you know, um, the opportunity came for me to have weight loss surgery, and I jumped at it. And again, it's the best decision. So, what uh, what was the what was the thing? What was the decision, or what was the turning point that had you make this decision about weight loss surgery?
1: You know, it's interesting because I wasn't. I mean, yes, ultimately I made the decision, but it was really my husband who advocated for me and convinced me that this was going to be a better option for me. I'm a little bit different from most people who go through weight loss surgery. I used to be thin. I used to weigh like 130 pounds, 125 pounds. I even bounced back after my first daughter I only had maybe like 10 pounds extra that I was holding on to after my second. And then I had my son and I had a lot of weight that I held on to. But I had three C-sections back to back. So 18 months, my kids are 18 months apart. And so my body never really had time to fully recover. And my son, my last pregnancy really did me in because he sat so low. so. The decision was a hard one for me to make because I almost felt undeserving of the opportunity because I'm like, well, I used to be thin. So why can't I just do it again? Mm-hmm. And. Sorry, I took a kitty commercial.
0: Right, right. Those happen. <laughs> so,
1: you know, I felt like. A failure. I felt like, why can't I do this again? And um, looking back, I realized that I wasn't really that overweight um, after having my son, but I had had a hysterectomy a year ago. Mm-hmm. And one thing that wasn't a factor for me for the hysterectomy was that I could gain weight. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something that we discussed because all that I was worried about was the fact that I was bleeding so much that I was in bed, I was on like bed rest, and my cousin has the same thing I have, we just have heavy periods, there's nothing wrong, Mm -hmm. Um, and so she had to have a blood transfusion, and I realized that with three small kids, I don't have that time, Mm -hmm. so thinking about it, my husband's like, you're not in the same situation, you're not, you're not 25 anymore, you're not 30, you're in your late 30s, and you might need some help, And so he's really the one that said, I think you should go for it, and I don't think that you should feel like a failure, and I don't think that you should feel ashamed. Because I felt like, as a thin person who gained weight and then has trouble losing the weight, it's a different mentality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You feel like, what happened? As opposed to this immense relief that you have this other option. I didn't feel that way, I felt like, was I taking advantage? Am I taking advantage? Could I do it again by myself? And the answer just is no. I've tried everything um, that I possibly could and the weight just kept piling on. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And I get that. I mean, I, I, I've said this before and I will definitely say this again is that um, I asked the same questions though. Like, how did we get here? How did I get here? You know, because even when I stepped on that scale, And the nurse said, so rudely, um, 464 pounds. I was like, who's she talking to? Is she talking to me? Because I just could not believe it. But when you've been small, uh, smaller size, you know, pretty much all of your life, which I've seen your pictures and you were, and then you gained this weight and you tried everything, everything, everything uh, to lose it. And it's not that you were, uh, as some people think, you know, uh, you're just sitting on the couch munching on bonbons and chips all day. That's not the case. There are so many different reasons that people could could gain weight, hold weight, not be able to lose the weight. It could be hormones, anything. But um, the thing that always would get me is that here I sit, like a, you know, just a big bullfrog on a log. And somebody would say, "Oh, you look good, though. You look good." And I took that to mean, "Oh, it's one of those things that you I've heard all my life. You know, you're pretty for a big girl. You're pretty. You know, your face is so this, so you're that, da da da. But what? I'm just not a walking face, you know. And I just hate. The, I just. I don't want to say hate because I'm trying not to use the word hate. I detest when people say." You look great. You look great. Why are you doing that? Yes.
1: And I, as someone who is seen as thinner, right, because I don't carry my weight. um, I carry my weight well, and I dress for my weight. Uh So I know what to do for my body to make me feel comfortable and to look, I mean, for what most people would think good. Um, And I got that a lot. I got, you don't need that. Or why are you doing this? And um, and it's a very, um, it's, it's hurtful. Mm. It hurt my feelings because I'm like, this isn't a decision that I took lightly. This wasn't something that I just decided from one day to the next, like this is gonna happen. Um, and who I found the most support from, and I was afraid to even tell the community, the bariatric community that I was having the surgery because I'm not, I'm the opposite, right? I haven't lived with all of this weight my entire life. I haven't had to deal with the health issues because I am i don't have high blood pressure. I don't have cholesterol. I don't have any of that. I just am carrying this weight that just will not let me go. And who I found the most support from and the most, um like, yes, I'm so happy you're doing it, are from people who have had the surgery themselves. Mm-hmm. So I, I gravitated towards people in my life who I knew had the surgery, and I really talked to them about it um, ahead of time. Um, after realizing that people who didn't have the surgery would tell me the same thing. Oh, you don't need that. Why are you doing that? You don't look like you need it. No, I don't look like I need it, but my knees hurt. I have lower back issues. Things don't fit me the way that they should. I can't go outside with my kids because this weight is holding me back. And so it's a lot of things that people don't realize. Um how, you know, you you always as a okay, so as a as a prior thin person, not and not that I'm like, yes, I am obese. Like, I'm obese, Rhonda. I am obese. I
0: hate that word.
1: I hate it I'm like, I, I don't feel obese, but okay. Right,
0: right. I mean, you're looking at you, you wouldn't think that you were, but according to the scale and according to the whole uh, printout, uh, height and weight, you know, all this, that, and the other, if I weighed 100, uh, uh, 125 pounds, I would look like I was, I, I just might as well lay in the casket down. I, yeah. That's exactly how it would look. But uh, I, I, I was never meant, I do know that I was never meant to be uh, the word skinny. You know, I think that I've always been thicker than a snake. I, and I always will be. I'll it'll just be less of me. But I'll, I'll always have, you know, um, some meat on my bones.
1: Exactly. But I think here's the, the point that I was trying to make is more of like, you know, how people are like, well, why don't you just work out? and it's like my body is not allowing me to Uh -uh. like walking hurts because I can't stand for too long I can't sit for too long Uh I tried working out and what people don't understand and I have to explain is it wasn't a good hurt it was a bad hurt Uh Uh (laughs) I would be I would work out and uh, my back would be killing me right and it wasn't that i was i wasn't that i was doing it wrong either i wasn't working out wrong i used to work out with a trainer so i know how I'm, what i'm supposed to do and um and and it's just you know i think that that's like the, if i can get the most people to understand what i want people to understand the most is that it's not as simple as just working out and sometimes it's not as simple as just eating right because I'm a person who eats well when I would when I would go through the nut- with the nutritionist because you have to do mm-hmm. appointments with a nutritionist she's like I don't see anything that you're doing like wrong if anything I feel like you are eating less and you should be eating more and so it sometimes it's just that your body is not working with
0: you Mm-mm. yeah and that's absolutely true now I can't I mean before surgery you know of course they asked me lose 50 pounds I lost 70. I, I worked out none that time. I was, you know, I did just continue to move around my house more, but um, I didn't exercise. I can't really do a lot of exercises now because I definitely, you know, my knee is, my left knee is just jacked, you know, it's arthritis, it's bone on bone, you know, all that kind of thing. But it's not that simple as just working out. People think, oh, if you eat right and work out, well, maybe your metabolism and your body is set up like that. But my body is not set up like that. And, you know, people always want to say, oh, if you just push away, go work out, eat this, eat that. I think that it's really important for people to know that that does not that that particular um, What's the word I'm looking for? That particular...
1: Mentality?
0: Yeah, mentality. But that particular... Uh, advice? Uh, advice. Yeah, I'll just say advice because I can't think of the word I'm looking for. But that particular formula, that particular formula does not work for everyone. It This absolutely is not a one-size-fits-all uh, thing. It's just not. I mean, it's very different from, uh, you know, doing it by yourself as opposed to you tried everything, now I need help. And this is the help I'm, I'm getting uh, um, to help me get to where I want to be and where I feel comfortable in my own skin. It's totally different.
1: And I wanna, I wanna help people understand that this isn't something that just happens. Mm-hmm. I've been in this process, like first you have to go to your primary care physician and they have to send over five years of your weight to show proof of whatever is going on Mm -hmm. and then you have all of these appointments and you have to meet with a nutritionist at least a minimum of three times and the appointments are monthly separate like you go one time and then another 30 days you go another time and then another 30 days you go another time so I've been in this process since March Mm-hmm. And my surgery is now coming up in October. So this isn't just like I decided in March, I want the weight loss surgery. Yeah,
0: right. And
1: that's it. Like I had to put in a lot of work into this. They make sure that you are in the right space to have this surgery. And if you're not, the surgeon's not going to continue with you for the, for the mere fact that you could mess it up and then have to go back under again. And it doesn't mean that your insurance is going to want to do it again
0: mm-hmm. absolutely i mean for me it was six months of you know doing um scaling down and finding the foods that work for me uh, you know six months of bacon and eggs pretty much every morning or on the weekends i might do something different starbucks egg bites were delicious so i i you know switch it up and have some of that sometimes Uh, I cut out a lot of my Starbucks and I would get a skinny, you know, vanilla latte, you know, sometimes, or I just make it at home like I still do using a protein shake. I mean, there's just so much to go into it that you have to alter, that you have to switch up, but you find things that work for you. And uh, it's not just, uh, okay, I'm gonna have weight loss surgery. I don't have to do any work beforehand. Some people only have to lose 10 or 15, maybe 20 pounds. But me, of course, I had to lose more. You, I'm, I went to my nutritionist every month for six months. You know, all the, uh, you know, all the, what is it? The physical part of it that you have to do, you know, your, you got to get your blood pressure, at this, your EKG, all these kind of things. Everything that you have to get before you have any other surgery. And of course, you know, they don't want, then, you know, for me, it was got to a point where I could just have like a meal a day, you know, cause they want to make sure that your liver is small enough because they got to move that and to get to this and all that. So it's just more complicated with, that people think. It's not just you're going in, you're going under, snip, snip, get this done, you, you know, take some time to recover. I mean, it's just not, it's just not that. It's more of a mental thing. You definitely must have the right mindset because this is just not gonna be the, um, I twitch my nose and the weight is gone.
1: This isn't a... Um,
0: what it, It's not a fix-all. It's a tool. It's, it's a, tool. a tool.
1: It's something that, that you use in order to help you get to where you need to be. And um, I think the biggest wake up call, not necessarily for me, um, because I used to, when when I first lost, cause I was, after I turned 25, I gained about 30 pounds. Like my metabolism already started to slow down a little bit. And I went through the beach body program and I did 21 day fix. And 21 day fix um, helps you with portion control. Okay. And it makes you very aware of how much you should be eating in protein and vegetables and things like that. And so what was the biggest um, wake-up call for my husband when he was serving me dinner, because I've already started eating somewhat like I'm supposed to after surgery, like what my life is going to be like. Mm -hmm. And um, he served me my pasta, and I'm like, that's too much. And he's like, what do you mean it's too much? I didn't give you that much. And really, he didn't. But for someone who's going through the surgery, it's too much. You have to, like, I have, um, I bought from Amazon to help him, not necessarily me, these um, plates that are Mm -hmm. portions and um, they have compartments. So the larger compartment tells you, like, the amount of protein that should go in there. And then the pasta goes in this little, tiny, tiny compartment. (laughs) Yeah, He served me and it was, like, overflowing into the second compartment. And I'm like... No, dude, <laughs> like it has to fit in there. Um, so helping him understand that and getting my house ready, getting the kids ready. My kids now drink protein shakes. Um, they're trying recipes. I have this book called Bariatric Meal Prep Made Easy. And what it does, it takes you from the liquid mm-hmm. to the um, pureed, into like the, the, I guess, the mushy food, and then into the solids. Like right. it really gives you recipes for the whole process of what you have to go through after surgery. And we've already tried some of the recipes. Some of the kids, my some of my kids like some of the recipes. My husband loved the recipe. So we're just getting it going and getting ready mm-hmm. so that I am successful. Because right. it takes,
0: in this journey, it takes a village. Like, yes. everyone has well, to be. And it's hard to, it's hard. I, in my case, I I ended up having to still cook for the people in, in my home at the time. And then I just, would. I may eat I may eat a little bit of that, but I really had my own thing that I wanted to eat just so that I could stay on track. Because really and truly, to be honest, I could have been just one meal away from uh, trashing a whole process. And so you have to constantly be aware you have to strengthen your mindset about it you have to know that i'm doing this for me i've chosen me and um you know for whatever reason you know uh, i just wanted to be back get back my quality of life and what that meant to me was that i had to get drop all of that weight i needed to be more independent i needed to be able to move around and do a lot of the things that I used to do for myself and not have someone go get me this, bring me that and all that. So um, I definitely agree about the mindset and people definitely have to know this this is a tool. You still have to put in the work and that's great that you have a smaller portion plate and bowl. I just started eating off of a smaller um, saucer type plate and got myself kind of, you know, prepared for what I may be doing. And even after, for a long time, I ate with a baby spoon or fork and um, until I kind of got, you know, further along in the process. Even now, being back on my plan, you know, I see that I I still put too much on my plate. And I end up wasting that. So I just, now I'm more conscious of, let me just get this little piece right here and see how far, if I can finish that. You know, and it's always protein first and your size later, so.
1: I needed the portion plate because I needed to see how much protein I had to eat because I am not a big um, protein eater Uh in large quantities. I eat protein, but it's in very um, small quantities or I find snack proteins that'll help me. I had to physically see, oh, wait a minute. This is how much protein I have to eat before I even get to like the pasta. So, um, and I've found things that I can do for like the meals that I make, like my family. Mm -hmm. For example, my kids love pasta and meat sauce. What I did was I took out my meat first and I put it on my plate with like the very small portion of pasta separate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I dumped all the meat with the pasta and mixed it in for the rest of my family. So I'm right. still eating what they're eating, but it's just looking different.
0: Right, exactly.
1: It's so, you know, it you can get so creative and it's so easy to find ways to still feed your family what they normally would eat and either a you just have a protein shake b you prep it all like this cookbook the bariatric meal prep made easy um by kristen willard she helps you um do meals that you can prep ahead of time and have it so i made a um like a zucchini lasagna and I sliced up zucchini in round circles instead of the long way so that it fit in the jar for the size that I'm supposed to eat with the ricotta cheese and the mozzarella and the um, the sauce. And I was able to make three meals out of it because it could have been more, but Paul like didn't eat some, which is
0: great. <laughs> That's good um,
1: though. And I added chicken to it too. Oh, okay. I added chicken breast to it. And so I was able to have that ahead of time because when you prep it ahead of time, you don't allow yourself to fail.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: When you are cooking for your family and then you're starving while you're cooking and then you have to cook for yourself is when you, mistakes happen.
0: Right. And so I
1: realized that I, if I find ways to prep my stuff ahead of time, I can still cook for them, heat mine up in the microwave, and then we all eat together.
0: Right. And I think that that is um, great that you could, you know, that everybody is uh, eating like you'll be eating, which is great. I mean, in my house, that just did not work out because they were like, oh, no, I'm still, you know, I'm starving. But, uh, and I knew that and they didn't really need to eat like me, but it would have helped. But I knew that that was just pointless. But I suck at meal prep. So I never meal prepped. But, um, you know, now that I'm, You know, now that I live alone, um, I do plan my meals out sometimes. You know, I I give myself two different options. Maybe today I'll eat this. I air fry a lot of food now. I love my air fryer. I don't fry anything. Um, And when I was uh, making dinner for uh, someone, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I had to buy stuff to fry the fish. But I don't fry anything. Can't go in my air fryer or in my oven. I don't. I don't eat. I do a lot of vegetarian um, meats and things like that. And I just, you know, I just found something that works, you know, for me. As you found things that work for you. But what I would like, oh, just really quick, I want to, because we're running out of time. But. I just want to make sure that we're going to revisit this whole conversation after your surgery. I mean, you didn't know that, but I'm giving you the memo. So no. that <laughs> after, you've, after you've had surgery and maybe six weeks or so out, you'll come back. I want to come back and talk about how you feel, how you feel about things, because I will tell you now that you're going to have buyer's remorse. I didn't think I would, but I did, but it passed because you feel so crappy at first.
1: <laughs> Everyone's warned me. Everyone has warned me. But the lucky thing for me is that I've had three C-sections. I've had a hysterectomy. So I've had a lot of ad- abdominal surgery. Uh-huh. Um, so I kind of know a lot right. what yeah. could happen. Uh-huh. But I want to just um, mention that well, wow. so my family eats the same way as me in terms of my recipes. The portion sizes are not the same.
0: Right, right. No, I, I knew that they weren't the same because yours are definitely smaller than what, oh, much smaller. <laughs> what they take is. <laughs> but I just think it's great that you can uh, prepare something and everyone can uh, still eat. Uh, you all can eat the same meal, but yours is just smaller portions. Yes. Yes. Well, I I am so excited for you. I am proud of you for making the decision um, to you know, move forward with weight loss surgery because like I say, it was the best thing I ever did for myself, my life, and everything.
1: You know, Rhonda, I feel proud now.
0: You should. I
1: feel good. Like, I feel like, you know something, this is gonna be amazing for not only me, but I just imagine my life with after surgery, that I am not in pain anymore, uh-huh. that I'm not uncomfortable anymore. Uh-huh. And I can't wait. I can't wait for like a year later uh-huh. and for me to be where I wanna be.
0: Oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you. I mean, let me just say for me, I was so excited about getting the surgery, having the surgery, of course, having a little virus remorse, but my, my bestie actually left me a message and said, I know right now you're having virus remorse this will be fine you're going to do great and you know just all the encouraging words she could possibly say to me but uh, I tell you that it is going to be fantastic and those who are listening to this I appreciate you listening drop us comments and let us know if you've had weight loss surgery thinking about weight loss surgery and we're going to come back and revisit Giovanni's uh, journey um you know some months later down the road but we'll definitely be doing that And Biden, thank you so much thank
1: you Rhonda I'm so happy to share this other uh, this other side of
0: it yes thank you and thank you all again for joining and listening to Kirby Chronicles Stories of Strong Women